But there's still no Riverdale to talk about. There isn't. Our long national nightmare continues. It's terrible. We it's... still have a whole nother week. But but only one week. That's like, we're, we're down to the regular amount of waiting for a new episode. Yeah, but we've already waited. <laughs> what are we going to do when the, the season ends? What are we going to do with our life? Oh, I've got plans. Okay. One of them is work on the other shows. <laughs> That I make. Yeah. Yeah. But we've also got plans for today. We do. Uh, we ask you, our fine listeners, to provide your theories as to what might be going on. So uh, we got some tweets from y'all. We uh-huh. got some uh, emails. Uh-huh. I am going to be presenting a new prediction uh-huh. that, that I sealed in a digital envelope. Uh-huh. We also have a selection <laughs> of predictions that you, dear, uh-huh. you culled from the Instagram Riverdale fandom. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, is it a place to be? Yeah. You, you follow a couple celebrities from Riverdale and suddenly your, like, explore feed is just filled with, like... Teens. Let's, teens let's put it nice and simply, teens. Riverdale confessions and opinions. <laughs> Fan... Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So let's start with uh, Division Post, uh, at Division Post on Twitter. Uh-huh. He's a cool guy. I've, I've known him around the internet as an acquaintance from a few places. But he says, I'm taking Grant's theory one step further. Uh, th- this is referring to my theory about Jughead being the in-fiction writer of Riverdale. Uh-huh. Each season is a self-contained arc and a brand new story from Jughead's mind. So this year is a weird murder mystery. Next year is an Ocean's Eleven-style caper wherein Archie and pals wreck Hiram Lodge's shit. Or, in keeping with the high WTF factor of Riverdale, it's more Reservoir Dogs than Ocean's Eleven. Yes, good call. I love this. As far as who killed Jason, I can't take credit for this theory, but I'm willing to bet that Archie was somehow the real target, and Jason was just unlucky enough to look like Archie. Oh. So let's let's discuss these two separately. Uh-huh. The the metafictional one. What do you think of this being an Archie themed like um, anthology? Anthology, yeah. That'd be amazing. It would also make all like those teeny bopper fans lose their fucking minds i really want this to be like the fargo of the cw yes yeah let's do it the only show on tv i like more than riverdale is fargo it's it's not on right now it doesn't count it will soon i'm gonna say that one's not likely but it would be incredible because it means everyone can die everything yeah they could go to like different time periods and stuff that would be neat uh, so yeah, the the murder theory was Jason's killing accidental. Who would be out to kill Archie? Why would he be the target? I I guess that is the first question. My question on that is, why was he bound for a week if he, <laughs> if that was a mistake? Like they probably would have figured it out by then. What? Okay. Well, I just thought of a theory. Okay. Like a murder theory. So what if Miss Grundy's X came and murdered her flings. <laughs> oh, so Archie's next. Archie's next. 
Like she, she she was giving Jason private tutoring. Oh, like he he killed him, tortured him, killed him. Mm-hmm. Archie's next. I like this. I like this a lot. That is good stuff. Uh, but yeah, thank you at Division Post on Twitter. So, dear, what do the teens have to say? This one is actually going off your kind of one of your ideas. Okay. Um, I'm on a wavelength with the youth of today. Yeah. So this one says. I think Betty has a double personality disorder and killed yes. Jason. Yes. It makes her think she's her sister, but she can't remember what she does as Polly, just like she can't remember what she did to Reggie. I believe they mean Chuck, but Reggie, <laughs> sure. Uh, Betty killed Jason as Polly because she didn't know what happened to her sister and she wanted revenge. So it kind of is your idea yeah. of the double personality, except like Polly actually exists in this idea. Yeah, there's two Polly's. There's two Polly's. One of them is Betty. Yes. Um, but yeah, apparently this person thinks Betty did something to Reggie. Well, that was off screen. Yeah, off screen. We just didn't see that one. That was a reaction to a fan fiction this person read. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I would be interested in if anybody has that link. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we've talked about that theory before because Mm -hmm. it's like yours. Yeah. Now that we know Polly is a real person, this makes more sense than what your original (laughs) idea did. Because she looks up to Polly so much, that's like the name of her her, uh, alter her, her ass kicking side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why she like went all crazy in that one scene. We got another Twitter person at Brooklyn B Stone. Hi guys, love your podcast. Why? Thank you. My theory is that Hiram Lodge is controlling more than the Southside Serpents in Riverdale from prison. Winky face emoji. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's vague enough to be almost certain. So good job. Yeah. Let's try to hew some specificity into this prediction. What might he be pulling the strings of? Well, obviously, like, property Mm -hmm. control. He's got his talons into City Hall. Uh Uh-huh. There there might be more bribes where that came from. Yeah. There was recently an arc in uh, the Archie comic where Hiram Lodge ran for, for mayor. Oh. That could be something. But maybe he doesn't want to be mayor. He just wants to have the power, but yeah. not have to deal with the public. Yeah, that would make sense. Maybe he'll open another restaurant. <gasps> the greatest betrayal of all. Yeah, the, like Pops loses business and Pops might have to close. Oh, no. Thank you, Brooklyn Beestone. Okay, so uh, this uh, murder theory from Instagram uh, Cheryl says they will kill me. Maybe her parents killed Jason as they found out he was going to run away with Polly. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's one we really haven't talked about, but like, yeah, <laughs> they could have done it. The uh, th- There was a bit of coincidence, I guess. The show put up a video today of the cast saying who they think killed Jason. Yeah. And there was a fair number who said Cheryl. Cheryl's actress said mm. the, the Blossom parents. Yeah. <laughs> she knows. Yeah, fratricide. And that's why she's so torn up. Yeah, I mean, like, also, like, maybe they knew she he was going to run away with Polly. Maybe they actually knew she was pregnant. Maybe mm. Jason, like, said or something. And then they're like, you're dead. We're killing you. And I then we're going to, like banish you from the hometown or from our home mm-hmm. we're gonna kill you off site so you can't like be a proper ghost right. here with us they seem You're banished they seem really intent on getting the baby but once they have the baby they don't need their son anymore go go to the the new generation yeah yeah 
Mm-hmm. There you go, Instagram person. We're going to switch over to emails. We got one from Lauren. Lauren's actually the host of one of my favorite podcasts, Sunday School Dropouts. I can't wait for season two when they cover uh, the New Testament. It's yeah. going to be great. So Lauren writes and says, obviously, Grundy was having an affair with Jason Blossom. Yeah, we're, we're all on yeah. the same page here. Yes. Since she tutored him before Archie, she was jealous that he got someone else pregnant, so she took up with Archie to A, get back at Jason, and B, because he's the next best thing, since characters on the show keep thinking they look alike, even though they really (laughs) don't. At least not from the hairline down. (laughs) Also, taking Archie hurts Betty, which is a roundabout way of getting revenge on Polly for carrying Jason's baby. Grundy killed Jason at the river with the gun Betty found in her glove compartment, then met up with Archie nearby soon after. This would explain why their rendezvous was so early in the morning. She didn't have control over the time Jason would be there. Or possibly, Archie was going for a run and happened to see her because she was already there. She's been exiled from town, so she had to hire a criminal element... Uh, uh, FP, to burn the car, but she instructed him to keep Jason's letterman jacket and return it to her as a memento. Mm. Also, I bet Bob Dylan is involved somehow, but Archie doesn't know who that is, (laughs) so he'll never figure out the mystery. (laughs) This is why Jughead's the only one that can crack the case. Yep, yep. Uh, She she does correct her mistake to say that... um, there, there was the week of captivity, so Grundy just kept him and held him for a while and then shot him to just sort of throw off the scent. Grundy is the killer. What do you think? I'm, there's definitely a big freaking chance she is. Mm-hmm. We, we have a few other Grundy is the murderer theories to talk about. Uh-huh. So I think what the root of those is, she's the only character shown with a gun. Yes. She's the... Uh, she's a liar. She is a known falsehood uh, a fountain child predator child predator as well and uh it would make that four or five episode subplot tie into the main plot yeah in a way that it doesn't currently yeah i mean you know she has to come back like they can't just like oh that's it no like she has to come back so yeah i i think that's where the impetus for for grundy theories come from and why i think there's a good chance yeah 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 and that's that's a pretty square one. Uh, murderous jealousy because he got someone else pregnant. Yeah. Okay. So here is another uh, Instagram theory. Uh, is that uh, maybe Jason and Veronica had a thing, but he broke up with her, so she killed him, and now she came to Riverdale to make sure no one figures it out. All right. Here's a problem with that. Veronica's never been to Riverdale while Jason was alive. Apparently this person likes to like pretend they had some secret rendezvous somewhere I mean, or somehow they met somewhere. I don't understand how this theory works because like there there's nothing that says that they were together in the same place at all. They all have cars though, right? Like it's not so impossible. But it's not like she just lived like in the next town over. No. I mean, considering the geography revealed in the Riverdale one-shot comic, yeah. it's a bit more likely. Of course, that does also uh, go against Lauren's theory because it shows Archie with Miss Grundy all night, the night Jason disappeared. Yeah. So, hey, I don't know. We got some questionable canonicity going on. I don't think Veronica had anything to do with it at all. Because we also know that, like, like she was living in the city 
and they were having their 4th of July firework mm-hmm. thing since we learned in the comic. So unless she hired someone to go kidnap Jason and then kill him. First off, if Veronica Lodge killed anybody, she would be the first to tell you she killed somebody. That's just the way she rolls. She would have told Cheryl right away. She'd have been like, you know what? I killed your brother. Put me on this cheerleading team. Or you're next. Or you're next. Yeah. So- sorry, Instagram person. No. Uh, that one, I'm not behind. No. I'm not down with no. that. Kieran has an exhaustively documented theory, which is good because Kieran is a, a amateur historian yeah. who writes for blogs and you should read them because he's good at that. Uh, <laughs> so he writes... My theory as to what actually happened to Jason Blossom revolves around one thing, drugs, drugs and money. Two things, drugs, money, betrayal. I'll start over. We know Jason was dealing drugs. His friend on the football team said so. When Betty and Jughead, a.k.a. Bughead. Yeah. How many of these theories you're reading are tagged Bughead? Oh my god, the Bughead on Instagram. (laughs) It's... It's either, like, everyone being in love with Bughead, or there's, like, the few random people who are like, ugh, Bughead. (laughs) That's you. That's what you sound like. I don't sound like that. (laughs) I can appreciate that they're very cute. Do Do I fully support the relationship? No. But I do think they are adorable together. Okay. I don't know if I want it to last very long, but it is cute right now. In any case, when Bughead found Jason's car, it had a lot of drugs in it and an odd choice of things to fill your getaway car with, especially if you were supposed to have sold them. Jason was held prisoner, tied up for a week before his death. That is an important detail a lot of people are skipping over. A lot of people do skip that. So my theory is that Jason was getting the drugs because he was dealing from the Southside Serpents. He double-crossed them and stole their stash, planning to sell them to a third party. That's why FP burned the car. There's evidence tying the drugs back to the serpents, and specifically to him. After uh, Polly never showed up at the rendezvous, Jason got sloppy, the serpents got lucky, and they managed to pick him up. They're the ones who held him prisoner for a week in order to get him to tell them where the drugs were. Joaquin was also involved for maximum drama. Joaquin, I miss you! (laughs) But... They aren't the ones who killed Jason. He escaped from wherever they were holding him and headed straight for the Cooper house. He thought Polly was there. In actuality, the Coopers had sent her off to uh, the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Betty, of course, was conveniently away in Los Angeles. So it was just Hal and Alice in the house when Jason burst in. He found Alice and started shouting, demanding answers. Alice taunted him back. Then Hal ran in with a gun. Alex started shouting at him to shoot Jason, saying he couldn't be caught for killing someone who was already dead. That's very in character. Mm -hmm. But Hal didn't shoot. Alice, of course, later taunted him over this. That's why he stole the murder board. He was afraid they'd found that Jason had come to their house. But the Coopers didn't kill Jason either, much to Alice's disappointment. Afraid to go home then, Jason went to the only person he thought he could trust, the music teacher he'd been canoodling with, Miss Grundy. Unfortunately for him, when he came to her house late at night, her other boyfriend mistook him for a burglar and shot him dead. Knowing that even if the courts believed her that it was an accident, she'd soon be identified as a federal fugitive, that's clearly why she's using the fake name, she persuaded him to dump the body in the river, then tried to forget it had ever happened. Imagine how she felt when Archie started 
dragging her into the case anyway. But just who was Miss Grundy's boyfriend? It was the one person who's been there throughout the show, the man she needed to sleep with in order for him to keep her cover intact, the principal. Yes! Principal Weatherby. Yes! Oh, and the Blossoms are smuggling drugs in tins of maple syrup. That's how Jason knew where to find a buyer for the serpent's drugs. It's the real family business. Damn right. This is a wonderful theory. This is layered. This... You can see this playing out in four episodes worth of flashbacks. Yeah. Like, beat by beat. It's perfect. It's so in character. There, There is so much there to the fact that she could be dating Weatherby. Because that's actually a thing that happened for a short time in some of the comics. They were married in they were Life married with Archie. They were married for some of it, too. Yeah. Like, they could totally be doing that. Like, if you look up, like... Uh, Principal Weatherby panels, you will find him eulogizing his late wife, Mrs. Grundy Weatherby. Yeah. It's it's a thing. It's a trip. I love the detail of, like, one last sins of the father moment for FP. Yeah. And the, the incredible drama between Joaquin and his boyfriend's dad. And, you know, Kevin, Kevin's fine with a bad boy, but is he fine with a torture boy? I don't know. Uh-huh. I really don't think Kevin so. Kevin might be into that. Pretty sure Jason's situation was not consensual. There was no well, safe word. He might be into, like, the consensual kind, I mean. Yeah, but that's very different. <laughs> Did I just make you uncomfortable? I, I think you made the entire kink community very uncomfortable, and I want to court I'm that sorry. audience. I'm sorry. Thank you, Kieran. I think... Nana Blossom was in Jason's room because she killed him and was coming to remove any evidence that it was her. (gasps) Creepy grandma murder. Yeah. Creepy grandma murder is a legit possibility. Yeah. I don't know the... She really seemed to like Polly, though, so I don't understand why she would do it. Because her son's not good enough for that girl. She really seemed to like her. I I don't understand the, the motive. I also think she would have, like, cleaned up the evidence already. But I love the image. That's why I Creepy like this grandma theory. grandma in a wheelchair going, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Except with a gun. Like, we bang, know. Bang, bang, bang. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there's not much meat on that one, but I dig it. <laughs> I just love the idea of a wheelchair-bound grandma who, like, Look, th- looks like she's a ghost. This is a diverse show. Even the undead disabled get to be murder suspects. Yeah. I'm glad we're keeping it open on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Peter writes in to say, everyone is being way too concentrated about what we've seen in the show. There's a whole lot of show left to get through. To know who the killer is, we have to combine stuff from the comics as well. Jason was involved in the transportation of narcotics. There's a well-known character from Archie lore who takes an extreme position on criminals. The killer is obviously Frank Castle the Punisher. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. John Bernthal is a surprise guest in the final two episodes. Yeah. (laughs) That's another one that I would just die. I would love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Should we be looking to the long legacy of Archie crossovers? Yes, it was Predator. It was Predator? Yeah. What raised the Predator's ire? What did Jason do? Like, we know what he did in Archie versus Predator, but it's clearly not playing out the same way. There'd be a lot more dead teens. He insulted him. 
<laughs> insulted the predator. Yeah. He, you, he made a crack about, like, you, how he looks. You couldn't stab your way out of a wet paper bag, predator. And and then Jason was t- killed for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think so. I can't do the predator noise. I'm no, sorry. it's okay. But thanks, Peter. I think it could be Jellybean because she knew Jason and his friends were picking on him and bullying him. I'm naming Jughead. Yeah. So she did it for him. Jellybeans. I would like to say that this confession is over like a picture of Jellybeans. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So Jellybean, Jelly the 10-year-old, mm-hmm. murdered Jason. That's why he's, After torturing him. That's for why Juggy is so proud of his little sister. Yeah. She she listens to Pink Floyd on vinyl to drown out the muffled screams of her torture victims. Yeah. That's why that's why she left Riverdale too is like if you make enough guesses, one of them's going to be right. <laughs> Just cast your net wide enough, you're going to catch a fish. Yeah, yeah. Flavifibe writes in to add her vote that Grundy is way involved in Jason's death, and she'll be coming back in a big, big way. She may be a succubus of some kind. <laughs> Lion succubus. And she was pretty eager to leave town and have people forget about her. Also, you can't sway at my fiancé. <laughs> well, you can't marry my wife. Stay out of the Woolworths. Is that my hair treatment? Your hair treatment? Not since you got hit by that train! Come back for our next uh, bonus episode (laughs) where we don't talk about Riverdale at all. We just recite all of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? From memory. Nothing left but a grease spot on the (laughs) L&M. Your folding money's come on stone. They loved him up and turned him into a honey toad. I don't think that's Pete. Of course it's Pete. Look at him. <laughs> this bit's gone on too long. No. Read me some Instagram. <laughs> okay, okay. But but so. thank you, Flavor Five. Thank you. I feel like Fred Andrews had something to do. With <laughs> <laughs> the one good person, the one decent and square person. Something to do with Jason's death. I think him and Jug's dad could have killed him together. That's why Fred fired Jug's dad. He didn't want to get found out. And why Jason's jacket is in Jug's dad's wardrobe. Please stop calling him Jug's. <laughs> Jug's. I know, right? Just Jug's dad. And, like, why would you fire someone that you want to have keep their mouth shut? No, they're going to go to the cops then and just blame it all on you. You want to, like, appease this person and be like, take more money. I- I'm trying to be nice. They're engaged. We both love the same thing. But that's the fucking worst. That's the dumbest one. You are trying to be stupid now. That's not even so unlikely. It just might be. That's just beyond stupid. Why do people call him Jugs? He's Juggy. He's not Jugs. He's not like a boob. I'm sorry, but the official ship name for Big Ethel and Jughead is Big Jugs. Well, that's different, though. <laughs> Just read that again. I need to okay. hear it. I feel like Fred Andrews had something to do with Jason's death. I think him and Jug's dad could have killed him together. That's why Fred fired Jug's dad. He didn't want to get found out. And why Jason's jacket is in Jug's dad's wardrobe. Not, not because he burned the car. No. But... Because Jason had two Letterman jackets, and they took one as a, as a souvenir. Yep. 
And the other one burned up in the car. And I guess that's what he got to keep to keep his mouth shut after he <laughs> fired him. Was, oh, you got to keep the jacket. Don't you tell anyone. <laughs> you have this evidence. Shush. Yeah. Uh, I, I do love the idea of FP and Fred as like Jesse and James from Pokemon. That's a wonderful mental image. Posing with a rose clutched in their teeth. Yeah. Yes. Are you ready for another one? I'm ready for no, another. This one's long. Okay. Oh, boy. This one people commented on with saying, my head hurts now. So. <laughs> and the last one didn't? No. What if Jason and Jughead were a thing? <laughs> B4. Yes! Letters B and number four. Well, and of course, that's, of course, that's the droid yeah. for the Star Wars crossover. Uh, and Jason didn't want anyone to know, so he did the maple thing on Polly. But... <laughs> <laughs> But but ended up falling for her as well. So he's bisexual and likes both. Okay. Then yeah. we know that Miss Grundy comes in and gives him lessons. Quotes there. I I do believe the Jughead is biromantic asexual. Yes. 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 Completely. Yes. Maybe Polly found out, and that's what destroyed her. Grundy kills him out of jealousy. Oh no, not jealousy. Excuse me, jealously. He kills out him of, out of jealously. He kills him due to an adverb. Yes. Okay. <laughs> because Jason and Jughead were having an affair. Uh-huh. Jason then hooked up with Polly with the maple thing. Mm-hmm. Because he wanted to throw people off his so tracks. He he not only has to show that that he is heterosexual rather than bi in, in this small uh-huh. town in twenty seventeen. Uh-huh. He has to be like toxically masculine about it. Yes. And then he falls for her. Uh-huh. And then he also, like, gets lessons from Miss Grundy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she kills him. She kills him because she feels like he's cheating on her with Polly. What, what I like about this theory is that it starts with Jason and Jughead hooking up. But that has nothing to do with nothing anything. Nothing to do with anything else. It's like, first off, I ship Jughead and Jason. Second, here's a murder theory. How do I squish them together? I do like that this person uh, also felt they needed to explain what bisexual was. Well, the show doesn't seem to know it, so. <laughs> but, like, so he's bisexual and likes both. Yes, that is exactly what it means. <laughs> like, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, jealously. I, I do like this this sort of take on a, a jealously killing. Jealous. That Grundy is, is killing the person who's actually wronged her, mm-hmm. quote unquote, through her, her green tinted lenses, and not the other people he's been hooking up with. Yeah. You know, that's a healthy jealous murder rage. Yes. <laughs> if you're going to have one, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Uh-huh. So uh, before we get to non-murder theories... I'm going to get to my murder theory. Okay. Immediately after uh, we recorded the last bonus episode, uh-huh. I decided I should have a special murder theory. I, I should participate. Uh-huh. So can you confirm to the folks at home that this text document has not been modified since the 16th of March? That's what it says. So so nothing anybody told me, no new information has, has mm-hmm. swayed me. All right. Archie killed Jason. Uh-huh. Jason had the perfect life. 
that Archie wants. He was the team captain. He was Miss Grundy's talented mm. private student. He was in a relationship with Polly Cooper, the next best thing to Betty Cooper, who he's never felt good enough for. And he had plenty of money. After Jason was presumed dead, he followed in his footsteps so he could figuratively follow in his footsteps. Like, he always wanted to be Jason, and so he went on this, like, Jason... Like, I will be you. ...journey. But then he found him. Mm -hmm. Captured him, bound him, and made him reveal the secrets of Jason Blossomness. Yeah. So he could become the new red-headed wonder kid of Riverdale. A week later, Archie shot him in the head and put it all into practice. Where is he now? He's better than the team captain. He has more leadership than the team captain. He's not only... He, he's beyond taking lessons with Miss Grundy. He's going to this uh, uh, college class with the dude that fucking hates him. He's dating three girls now. Suck it, Jason. He's a better Jason than you ever were. And all it had to take was murdering you and stealing your strength Highlander style. Huh. That's my theory. It's a good theory. My only thing is, is that they kind of write Archie, so he's really not that smart. It's a trick. It's a trick? You think it's a trick? You think he's really like... It's a ruse. Okay. He's throwing everyone off the scent. It seems a little complicated for the way Archie is portrayed. It's it's all going to be one big mastermind reveal. That's my murder theory. Yes. Okay. I have an Instagram person here who thinks we could find out who the murderer is. Okay. They have a theory about how we can find out. Is it waiting until the finale? No. Okay. Betty tends to like get revelations when she's with Jughead when they kiss. So that, that means they true. need to have sex. <laughs> and well, in the moment of like, you know, stuff, uh, <laughs> Betty can learn the name of the murderer. It'll just come to her while they're pun, doing it. Pun intended? Uh... No, but yes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I yeah. love this theory. Yeah. I want it so to happen. They, they need to do it so that way, like, she can just, like, solve the oh crime. God. But then she'll have to go to the cops and they're going to be like, how do you know that? Well, uh, orgasm? This is my new pitch for a series. Uh, uh, it's an eight issue comic book coming soon to Image Comics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you thought Sex Criminals was weird? It's time for Sex Detectives. So, so, yeah. I need to find an artist. <laughs> As I said, I have some, like, non, just some, like, art, Riverdale predict, like, ideas. Yeah. This, yeah. Do, can I, can am I share look, these? I am looking forward to looking into the minds of the target demographic of Riverdale. Okay. I think Archie is related to the Blossoms. Like, he has red hair, like the Blossoms, and in real life... KJ has black hair, I think. So why would they make him dye it for no reason? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like, why? Why would they do that? There's not, like, a whole, you know, multiple decades of comic source material where he has red hair. I don't know why. Happy 75th anniversary, (laughs) Archie Comics. Yeah. I have to say... I do not understand why Kevin Keller does not have blonde hair on this show. Because they make, like, everyone else dye their hair? Everyone dyes their hair except Kevin. And Kevin's blonde. Like, make him blonde. (laughs) It's the easiest, you know. I think they ran out of hair dye budget. 
I guess <laughs> I K- think KJ it's... is sucking it all up. He's not. Well, like... they have to like slowly like bleach his hair. It takes like I don't know something like seven like there's no sp- dye attempts. There's no spare bleach for his friend. Nope. Ugh. They use it all up. So disappointing. Uh, here's another one about hair. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's coincidence that Cheryl, Jason, and Archie all have the exact same shade of super rare red hair. I don't, I don't know what they think the quince like what it means, but are you uh, sure that's not two posts from the same people? <laughs> no, they're completely different. Well, I mean, I, they might be the same. They're technically like anonymous. Oh. Like people send this, these things into like these confession Instagrams, and then they just post it. This is one person really hammering away at their secret relative theory, yeah, and and trying to drum up support for it with anonymous mouthpieces. Exactly. So that's what the kids are doing these days. <laughs> Okay, so what if Jason was a serpent and Jughead's dad has his jacket because they were close and he's truly upset Jason's dead? Like, he lost his own son. Have these people not seen the episode where the jacket is (laughs) in the trunk? It was very significant. They have apparently not seen that. It's like, okay, I know life is hard and sometimes TV can be hard. But I don't think this part is hard. <laughs> there, there was, oh man, I wish I didn't find it. I just remembered I was going to go looking for it because I saw it before. There was like one I read a while ago that like from the, the like Jughead's dream sequence thing mm-hmm. where they're like talking about like, I don't understand why he had a knife in his back. Like, like, is that like telling us about something in the future? I was like. No, like, it's because he's terrified that, like, he kissed Betty. It's not that hard to figure out. Just watch the show you like. Just watch it. Watch the show you like. Betty's dad Mm -hmm. paid FP to burn the car with all the evidence in it since he stole the evidence from Sheriff Keller. Okay. So, yeah. uh, Destroying the evidence personally. Step one. Oh, more evidence. I need someone to get rid of that. Yeah. That's very logical. Though, like, he had to have known that evidence was there for a while. Why'd he wait till that moment? It's not yeah. like he knew Betty and Jughead had found out. It's close <laughs> to logical. It's close. It's close. close. Here's another FP one. Oh, what if FP is also Veronica's dad and he escaped jail to be in the biker gang? What? <laughs> I think Veronica would know. I don't think these people are watching the show. Like, like, I don't think they are. I think they're just making shit up. Like, she saw him in the crowd. She saw his face several times. She would have recognized her own father. Also, like, wouldn't they know that her father escaped from jail? And also, like, I think Veronica's mom would be talking to him a little differently. And uh, wouldn't, like, I don't know, Fred Andrews know that, like, that's not him? Like, when this started, I thought the theory was, oh, secretly, Hermione was cheating on Hiram 15, 16 years ago. But no, that's not what the theory is. No. The theory is that FP is Hiram. Yeah. No. No. I wish the relationship between Jughead and Betty started earlier in the season because I think it's a bit rushed. It started like what? Episode five? Four? This relationship where they kissed twice. Yeah. And don't know what to call themselves. And he put his arm around her once when she was getting a little upset. Yeah. And Whoa, pump those brakes. <laughs> Wait a minute. It needed to start. Like, what did it start in episode five? <laughs> oh, no. We should have started this in episode two. Yeah. Oh, my. There's so much shit on there that's all like, 
I don't think Archie and Valerie work because like they don't really know each other. And I don't think this works because they, they don't really know each other. And I'm they like, grew up together in a small they, ass town. They will, they will fucking grow up together. Everybody knows everybody. That could not be more clear. The only person that doesn't know people is Veronica. And, and she, no one's complaining about that. She's a quick study. She's figured everybody out. But literally, like, I've seen everyone complaining about at least every one of these relationships. And like, well, they don't really know each other in this town that they've lived in their entire life. No, they don't know each other. Where there's like one school. There's one restaurant. Of course they know each other. The only thing I'm surprised about is that they don't seem to be aware that their parents all knew each other, too. <laughs> Why is it that surprising? Yeah, like oh, you guys hung out? What? Like. Yeah, of course they did. They all went to school together, too. This town has a population of, like, 70. They knew each other. This is regarding the dream sequence again. Mm-hmm. I think the R and S on Archie and Jughead's outfits are a secret message. Because, <laughs> oh. you know, again, decades of source material means like, nothing. I'm not ruling out that it could be a secret message, but I think it's safe to say that's not, like, what you're meant to think. They're, they're just, just stylizing things. Just look at any Archie and Jughead panel mm -hmm. from more than 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You can just go buy an Archie Digest right now, and there will, half you the will comics will be those outfits. See this ridiculous big R sweater vest. Uh-huh. Okay, this is my last one. This okay. is my favorite. Yes. If Riverdale is based on a comic which takes place in, like, the 90s, then why do they have iPhone 6s and nice laptops? <laughs> I fucking give up on these teenagers. I'm done. You told me about this, like, two weeks ago, and I still can't take it. It keeps... Never mind, our mic stand also can't take it? We had a bit of a... I, I screen-capped this one because I need it, like, to be saved forever so I can look at it and just be like, yes, someone is really confused about this. It's from the 90s or whatever. Yes, like the 90s? That's so many levels of misconception. Yeah. Like when, when people associate Archie comics with the 50s, that's technically wrong, but I get it. Yeah. The 90s? <laughs> Where did that come from? No, I mean, that's when I was reading them because I was a kid then. But like Archie comics are always like written for whenever they're being made. Yeah, they're, they're always set in the present, whatever that may be. Yeah. And it succeeds or fails depending on how, you know, the, the writer of that particular strip, like anything else. But it's always set now. Yeah. Why would you be confused about that? Why would you think it's set in the 90s, but they just so happen to have iPhones? Why do they talk about Mad Men if it's set in the 90s? Like, come on. I'm sure the date of when, like, Jughead was, like, arrested as a child is on that, like, report thing. I like, bet you it can is. just zoom in on that. And really, this just goes to show that every fan of Riverdale would be better served by listening to Sex Archie. So they can learn. So they know that uh, Archie's. Uh, uh, DC Rebirth posters definitively set this in the fall of 2016. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm just so concerned. <laughs> I'm so concerned about the people watching You're these You're concerned the about show. the youth of today? Yes. It has those things from the present day because that's when it is. That's when it is. Do you, do you, are you not, like, confused and about why they aren't dressing in 90s fashion? The 90s had fashion? 
Well, I I've got to see some some Jinko Jughead. <laughs> oh, damn right. It's it's okay. Some grunge. I got thrown out of uh, the place I was crashing because it was torn down by bulldozers, but. I put all of my belongings in my cargo pants. I mean, I would kind of love to see, like, the fashion they would choose for the 90s for the characters or for, like, the early 2000s. We, we haven't mentioned it, but the costume design on this show is on point. It's so good. And I'd be so interested Especially to see them. Especially for the Blossoms. My God. <laughs> I'd be so interested to see, like, them design different, like, time periods. And yeah, how they would yeah, Because yeah. we've seen two now. We've seen, like, the dream sequence throwback thing and the current and i would really love like just just make me some sketches people <laughs> just like sh- show me what you think it would look like oh you know how in fringe every year there there was like an annual 1985 episode yeah all right it's gonna be like 1995 <laughs> and we're gonna have like digitally de-aged luke perry <laughs> They're just going to use a lot of uh, reference material from 90210. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That'd be good. Yes. That'd be really good. Ha- have a high school for, for all the parents episode. Yeah. Like, if you do, like, early 2001, all, all the current teens would be really confused by the flip phones. <laughs> How do you text on that? You don't, if you know what's good for you. You just call people. So, yes, uh, now that we've finished with all the wonderful material you sent in to us and we called from Instagram fandom, uh-huh. uh, I'd like to give another thank you to at uh, Brooklyn B. Stone, at Division Post on Twitter, to Lauren from Sunday School Dropouts. Please listen to Sunday School Dropouts. It's so good. Flavifibe, Peter, and Kieran for emailing us. Good job. So yeah, next week we're back to our regularly scheduled Woo! program. Because once again, the program is scheduled. Yes! Finally I can live again. It's what I look forward to all week. <laughs> just I just wait for Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm Grant. And I'm Elena. And from us here at Sex Archie. Killed him out of jealously. You are my candy girl. You got me rocking you, break it down, hold your feet. Sugar. Oh, honey, honey. Uh-huh. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you, break it down, come on. And you got me, and you got me.